This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 171. And the quote of the day is from Tina Sealing, who said, The bigger the problem, the bigger the opportunity. Nobody will pay you to solve a non-problem. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers and industry professionals. Information, education, and motivation for drumming and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Rafini here with another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast. And if this is your first time checking out the podcast, thanks so much. I appreciate it. You can hear 170 other episodes at drummersresource.com. There's interviews, expert advice. There's a bunch of conversations with some thought leaders and things like that. So head over to drummersresource.com to get the full list of 170 interviews. Also, the comments section is open again on the website. So if you want to leave comments, I, I encourage you to leave comments because I love hearing from everybody. So you can do that in the show notes to every single one of these podcasts. And a lot of people have been asking me about the quotes in the beginning of the podcast and if there's a list of all of them. So I'm trying to compile a list. It's kind of a daunting task, but if anybody out there wants to help with that, uh, if you have a uh, affinity for for creating long lists of things, let me know. Uh, shoot me an email, nick at drummersresource.com if you want to help me compile all of the quotes that are that are read in the beginning of each one of the podcasts. That would be super helpful if anybody's into that. Also, be sure to grab a copy of my ebook, Stick Control Variations. It's 11 creative exercises that you can use with stick control to improve, improve your speed and dexterity and chops and just overall independence. And it's you can get it for free right now at drummersresource.com. Just sign up for the mailing list and I'll shoot that over to you 100% free of charge. Like I said, just go to drummersresource.com. You can grab that for free. And let's get into the topic of the day. And this is, or these are, I should say, seven lessons that, that they don't really teach you in you know, music school or just school in general. And I, I think there's a lot of things that are lacking and I wish that I would have known these things in the beginning. I wish that I would have uh, been taught some of these things in school. So if any of you guys are in college or, you know, pre-college or post-college or anything, this is just some things that I've learned over the years that, that have helped me grow, not only my career as a musician, but my business, my relationships, and just overall life lessons that I think are super duper important. And that is, I think that's the first time I've ever said super duper. So we'll have to mark that in the calendar because that's not something that I say, but apparently it is now starting, uh, starting right now. So let's mark that in the book. Anyway, uh, we're going to get into this. These are seven things that they don't teach you in school. And number one is you have to learn how to network. And I've talked about this numerous times and I've talked about how your network is your net worth. And they say that you become the five people or you are the average of the five people that you spend the most amount of time with. So uh, I've, I've also written articles about networking and in some of my courses, I, I explain more effective ways to market. And I'll link those up in the show notes at drummersresource.com forward slash session 171. So you can check those out at well as well. But you have to know how to network. You have to be able to know how to cultivate relationships and you have to know how to get to the people that you want to get to and how to surround yourself with people that are going to help you succeed. And I think a lot of times, especially at a younger age, like especially high school and college, you tend to hang out with 
some people that you're friends with and you know if they're not on a trajectory to do great things then after a while you're going to be on the same trajectory that they are so you want to get yourself around people that are going to push you that are encourage you that are going to encourage you that are older than you that are more experienced than you that are more successful than you that are better musicians than you and anyone that can push you or pull you up to their level is who you want to be around and you got to know how to network with those people not only that you also people if you can start connecting with people people like connecting with other people and if you're a connector then you can sort of add value to a relationship before it even before you're ever asking for anything so you can connect oh this guy i know this guy does websites and i know you're looking for a website maybe you should talk to this guy or i know this guy does this let me connect you with this guy and the more that you can network that way i guarantee it'll come back a hundredfold so number one is you have to learn how to network number two you get paid for the value you bring to the marketplace So the more value you can bring to the marketplace, the more you're going to get paid. And that's just, that's just what it is. If you can solve 10 problems, then you'll make a little bit of money. If you can solve a million people's problems, you'll make a lot more money because it's a lot more valuable. Now I'm not saying that it's all about money. And when I say you get paid by the value you bring, I, we can say I'm using paid as a metaphor. Well, kind of a metaphor and kind of not you, you get paid obviously with dollars and that's one side of it, but you can also get paid with, you know, you may get gigs, you may get studio sessions, you may get, uh, you know, you may get invited to some really cool events and things like that. That's another way of paying of getting paid by the value that you bring. But if you, if you can add a ton of value, then you're going to get requested places. You're going to, and you're going to get paid handsomely to do so. Uh, this concept is is something that I really learned from a guy named Jim Rohn, who is a business philosopher, and I'll link up to him also in the show notes. But he talks about you know the the difference between you know a doctor and a janitor and how much value they bring to the marketplace. Now, are they valuable in in you know are their lives valuable? Absolutely. We're not talking about, we're talking strictly from a commerce perspective or from a business perspective of what you're bringing to the, bringing to society. So uh, definitely something to check out. Like I said, I'll I'll link to the Jim Rohn stuff in the show notes, but you get at, you get paid for the value you bring to the marketplace. Number three, you have to learn how to sell and everything in life is in transaction. And again, this is sort of metaphorically speaking in business, 100% hands down, you have to know how to sell sales, cure all and cash is king when it comes to business. But in life, you have to learn how to sell, whether it's sell your idea, sell your music, sell, you know, sell your position on something. If you're in an argument or a relationship or something like that, and you need to sell your position. So everything in life is a transaction and you need to learn how to sell. Now, let me just state this because I don't want people to think that I'm talking about manipulating people or that I'm talking about always getting your way. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just being able to offer someone your opinion or your product and have it be valuable for them. So if you're selling something that you don't think is valuable, I don't think you should be selling it in the first place. So if you're selling an idea that is made to manipulate people, then I don't think you should be selling that. So I'm talking about ethically you should be selling things because if you are trying to put on a big concert in a town and you have this grand idea of what you want to do, you have to sell that idea to someone and you have to have 
salesmanship. You have to have skills to learn how to sell that thing to this person or that idea, or like I said, your music or whatever it is. And in sales, you need to learn how to sell your product. So, or in business, you need to learn how to sell your product. And so it's, it's absolutely just grab a book on sales. Like you don't have to be a sales expert and be the best salesman in the world, but like everybody should learn how to sell. So grab a book. I'll put, I'll put a couple uh, sales books in the show notes as well for you to check out. If you just want to just brush up on sales or just understand sales. I actually was a car salesman when I was in high school. Uh, I'm the youngest. They sent me a letter. I was the youngest certified Chrysler salesperson ever. Uh, I was, I got, I started learning all this stuff when I was 17. And the day I turned 18, I started selling Chrysler's and Jeeps. And, um, and I learned a lot from it. I didn't want to do it for the rest of my life, but I learned a lot. So I would leave school halfway during the day and then I would go sell cars and, and it was pretty cool. And I learned, I learned a lot. I did it for about a year and a half and probably one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. So learn how to sell. Uh, the fourth thing is if you can't get a gig, then hire the people you want to work with to create your opportunities. So again, metaphorically speaking, let's, we're saying gig, whether it's a gig with a certain guitar player or whether it's a gig like a job or something like that. And I've talked about this a little bit before that if you want to work with a certain guitar player or a certain organ player or something like that, and they're not hiring you for gigs, well then book a gig and hire them. They're musicians. They're for hire. So the same thing with anyone in any other aspect of things. If you want to work with somebody, if you want to interact with them, you want to be around them, hire them. If you, you know, if you want to get closer to somebody, put on an event and ask them to come speak at the event and pay them to come speak. If, if they're consultants or something like that, or, you know, or they're, even if they're drum teachers and you want to talk to them, then hire them for coffee, you know, say, Hey, I'll pay your hourly rate. Can we sit down and, and, and have coffee? So create the, the opportunity that you want by hiring the people that you want to work with. And I know what you're thinking. Well, I don't have a lot of money to go hire all these people. I'm not saying go hire a team of people and, you know, have a payroll, but if you, if you want to work with somebody, then just pay their hourly rate. You know, it's, it's paying someone an hour of their paying someone, you know, a hundred or 200 or $300 for an hour of their time, maybe the most valuable thing that you could spend your money on rather than another pair of shoes or another brand new symbol or something like that. So that is uh, number four. If you can't get the gig, hire the people you want to work with and create your own opportunities. So we're going to take a quick word from the sponsors and we'll be right back with the rest of the list. So I mentioned buying new symbols and coincidentally, there's a way to save some bread on some symbols. So Dream Symbols has a recycling program that you can take any broken symbol into a locating or a participating dealer and they'll give you $20 off of every inch of symbol that you bring in. So if you bring in two 20 inch symbols, you get 40 bucks off. Super cool. Also, they take those symbols and they melt them down and they make crotales out of them and they make crop circles out of them. And so the, the metal is not going to waste. So I like the idea that they're recycling. I also like the idea that they're saving you money on symbols and gongs and dream symbols are made so that they're made for professionals, but they're priced for people who can afford them. So check them out at dreamsymbols.com. Now let's talk a little bit about practice. We're talking about practice. I don't know if you guys are 
Allen Iverson fans, but there's a little uh, a little nod to him since I'm from Philly. Anyway, speaking of practice, my man Nate over at the 8020drummer.com has a special thing for all drummers resource listeners. He has figured out scientifically how guys like Calvin Rogers and Mark Giuliana practice and has broken it down into a three video series. And he's giving that series away 100% free if you go to the8020drummer.com forward slash drummers resource and go there, put in your email address, and my man Nate's going to hook you up with three videos on how you can really step up your practice game. So now let's get back into the list of the seven things they don't teach you in school. All right, we're back with number five. And number five maybe should have been number one, and that is time is your most valuable asset. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how many things you have. You can never, ever, 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 you thought I was going to stop, ever, ever buy more time. So it's the one asset that can never be replaced. And once it's gone, it's gone. Everything else is replaceable except time. So when you're going through your daily routine and you're going through your day, when you're sitting on the couch and you're not doing anything, remember, you're never going to get those hours back. You're never going to get those minutes back. So at the end of each day, you should reflect and say, okay, did I get the most out of this day? Did I really maximize every minute of this day? Now I get it. It's once in a while you lay down and you do nothing. Once in a while you watch some TV. Once in a while you want to just take a nap. I get it. I'm not saying that you should never, ever relax, but that should play into your overall strategy of how your whole day is going to go because I'm telling you, you're going to wake up and you're going to be 30, then you're going to be 40, then you're going to be 50, then you're going to be 60, and the time is just going to fly by. So you got to learn how to slow down the time a little bit by maximizing every single minute of it. And you know, not to use the cliche, but I'm going to use it anyway, that we all have 24 hours in a day. And if you look at some of the most successful people in the world and some of the most unsuccessful people in the world, a large percentage of it boils down to what they do with their time. And take a look at your time and realize that you could definitely be doing more. So number five is time is your most valuable asset. Number six, a job, quote unquote, is not the only path. So when you're in school, a lot of times, you know, they're, you're thinking, okay, I have to go get a job because that's what they're really doing. They're, they're grooming you to go out into the corporate world and get a job. And I'm not, I'm not here to talk whether jobs are good or jobs are bad. I'm just saying that going out and getting a job at an office or a corporation or something like that isn't the only path. There are numerous other ways that you can make a living and you can create it on your own terms, you know, the way that I've done it with Drummer's Resource, the way that millions of other people have done it. And whether it's an online business, whether it's working for yourself, whether it is consulting, you know, not that you can consult right out of college, but but there are other pathways that you can choose other than getting a job. A job may be the perfect idea or the perfect path for a lot of you. And I'm totally cool with that. If you're, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Uh, you know, a guy that I went to college with, a good, a good buddy of mine, he, when we were in college, he said, I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to buy a house and I'm going to marry my high school sweetheart. And he did all those and he's extremely happy. So I'm not saying that that's not the way to go. I'm just saying I implore you and I encourage you to 
check out other options. Do some research online. See what other people do for a living. There's a whole there's a whole subculture of people who do not have jobs who make money. And a lot of them make a lot of money, like a lot more money than they would make at a job. So I'll put some links in the show notes as well of some people that I was studying in the beginning to learn you know, to learn about being location independent and about passive income and about, you know, different things that, that I studied to really learn some alternative ways of making money rather than just going to a nine to five job every day, every day again. Again, not to be redundant, but I just really want to stress this. I'm not saying don't get a job. I'm saying there are other options out there and I think that you should explore some of those. And number seven is how to goal set. And there is there's no reason why they wouldn't teach this in school, but they never do. They don't teach you how to reverse engineers or reverse engineer your goals. Like I talked about in one of the podcasts and also how to set goals, like how to set smart goals, S M A R T meaning they have to be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely, and just how to build your goals from inception to achievement. And they don't talk anything about that. So, there, I'll, I'll put some resources in the show notes, but you should learn how to goal set. You should learn how to really go after the things that you want rather than just being a ship with no rudder and just, you know, wandering aimlessly through life. And they don't talk about goal setting in school for some reason. They may now, but they didn't when I was there. So that's number seven is you need to learn how to goal set. So let's recap this list real quick. One. You have to learn how to network. Two, you got to get paid for the value, or you get paid for the value you bring to the marketplace. Three, you have to learn how to sell because everything in life is a transaction. Four, if you can't get a gig, hire the people you want to work with and create your own opportunities. Number five, time is your most valuable asset. You'll never, ever, ever, ever get your time back. A job is not the only path when I say I say job in quotes. And number seven, how to goal set. So seven things that they don't teach you in school. I hope you got some value out of this. And also, if you get value out of any of the podcasts, if you like the podcast, if you listen to it, I have two things I, I'm asking you to do. I'm not asking for money. I'm just asking that you share it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your colleagues. Share it with your fellow musician friends. And let them know that there's more here than just drumming. And also, if you haven't already, I would love a rating and review on iTunes. If you have already, thank you. I appreciate it. And if you haven't, why not? (laughs) Leave me a rating and review. I'd love to hear it. And leave some comments in the comments section at drummersresource.com forward slash session 171. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.